Hello, welcome to our podcast. I'm Tracy Meacham and I'm being joined by my daughter, Zoe Meacham. She's joining us via her phone from Townsville on a bit of an adventure she's been on. So welcome, Zoe. Great to have you here. Thank you. Great Mm -hmm. to be here. Yeah, so this conversation that we're going to have today and this podcast that we're going to do today is come from from me and something that I've been observing as we've been talking over the last few weeks on our podcast about having hard conversations and what I've noticed for myself is that there is a lot of sniping and comments made by me mostly but they're towards my husband is what I've also noticed and that what I've also noticed is that they're about the food and the kitchen so I wanted to bring it here and chat with Zoe a little bit more about it and delve into it a little bit more. So what, what's what been happening and what I've been noticing is these little what I call snipey remarks about his now creeping into the kitchen because for a long time the kitchen's been my domain or at least, you know, for 30-plus years it's been my domain. So now he has taken a little bit of interest in food, food preparation, what food comes into the house. And I don't like it very much. I'm not enjoying his intrusion into my space. So I find myself making these snipey, snide remarks. And, you know, they look like, but you don't even like lasagna, and you don't even eat leftovers and and I don't like it about myself and I don't like that I'm having to, I'm going to say, put him in his place or shut him down or, yeah, because as a grown-ass human, he's allowed to change his mind, he's allowed to evolve, he's allowed to come out of a box that I've put him in and he's allowed to cross into this territory. And so, Zoe, did you want to make any comments before I continue on? Apart from saying you've noticed it your whole life. (laughs) (laughs) I've noticed it in you. Of course, I've taken that on for myself also. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Like monkey seeing monkey do with this Mm -hmm. behaviour. And I feel it. there's an analogy that is used in one of the, the workshops that I attend and it's the, the feminine woman has like this dragon tail that will come out and it kind of does the jabbing or the, but it's kind of like not so obvious. It's not out there. We're not having an argument. We're not really like, we're trying to be really sly about it. We're not trying to be so obvious that we're that we're not okay with them or that we're unhappy we're still trying to play like no it's all good everything's fine but then we'll have like this comment that will kind of cut and it's the dragon tail that cuts that actually can leave really big sores and actually that does cut deep but he would talk about it the the man who taught me this analogy as if like we're we're facing them and we're all smiles and then all of a sudden from behind us like we just whip them with their tail and it hurts and that's what this kind of 
behavior now reminds me of and I can feel myself doing it even on this beautiful road trip with my friends and I can hear myself make these little comments like about driving because we have different styles of driving and yeah it's and I've seen it in my relationship and it's almost like a way for I find for me to communicate when I don't know how to communicate something that's not quite okay with me or aligned with me or I'm not sure about it it's like there's this maybe a trigger point or or a part of us where this isn't sitting right I don't quite like this behavior or this whatever it is but I don't know how to say it like I don't know how to address it in a really clean, clear way. So we'll just make these little throwaway comments and like digs at this topic and this person, hope that they can grab the hint that we don't fucking like it and then they'll change. Like that's what we want, right? We're doing it because we're like, that's not okay. You need to change. So I can definitely see that within myself and everybody it's a very feminine trait, but guys do it too. It's that mm-hmm. the little digs that we do. And I know dad and, you know, our family, we were good at it. I'm sure it's every family, but it feels like it was our family. Mm-hmm. We were really good at doing that. We wouldn't really address things like, hey, Darcy, to my brother, like, you know, you really upset me when you said that. You'd just be like, oh, no worries. Just say something hurtful and walk away. It's fine. You know, those little kind of remarks where you want to, you're actually being serious, but you don't know how to do it so that you're being heard and seen and as valued and not made into a, a huge, big argument or deal. So we'll just throw, yeah, a little dig in there to get mm-hmm. our point across. And that's actually not the best way to do it. And I know that you and I have said when we really feel this for someone, we actually can't even make eye contact with them. Mm-hmm. Like we've both struggled to even like at work or we've both experienced this at times when someone's really grinding us, we will then not be able to make eye contact with them. Like we can't fully engage with them like that. So I just find that all interesting. What what I've been taught is more behind it and about it. And it's actually just showing us that we can't have the hard conversations around it. We're actually avoiding that. But the way that we're doing it, which we think is a coping mechanism, like of doing it better, is actually not for the other person. I love how you said that avoidance. You know, we we can't make the eye contact and you really just want to avoid the other person and yeah, it, that that really rings true. But for me in this situation, what I've come to notice is that I'm actually wanting, when I've really dug down into it, is that I'm wanting a declaration, like I'm wanting acknowledgement for my worth and my value in the kitchen and mm. if, for the food and I don't, I'm not sure whether it's for the last 30 years that I'm expecting that for, but I know at the moment I'm feeling a little bit wobbly about my place and the food that I'm preparing and, you know, what, because he's now, you know, come into that, that arena, into that place, into my place, and it doesn't feel so safe and secure anymore. So what I'm finding I'm, 
wanting, and it's coming across the snipey remarks, is I think I'm wanting, and I'm going to say, a declaration of love. Like it's like going to be like, no, I really, you know, following up from a snipey remark, it would be like, oh, no, I really love your still, I love your food. And actually what I know I firstly need to do is to start asking questions. So I need to question him and say, do you still like my cooking? Do do you, is there any particular foods that, you know, or meals that you particularly like and get a bit more clear of, you know, like, so that's going to respond in him something like, yeah, of course I do. You know, I really love it when you make this particular meal and because I'm not, you know, and then I have to say, which is really difficult, you know, I have to say because I'm really feeling like, not valued, not worthy, or, you know, that things have changed even, just even saying, you know, I feel like things have changed and, you know, and I, I guess what I'm hoping he would say with the words that would come out of his mouth would be, you know, a declaration of appreciation and a declaration of my worth for the food and for the gathering of the food and the cooking of the food. Because that's where I'm feeling like a bit wobbly. I hope that mm. makes sense. Yeah. So I, what I can hear in that is that it's still this desire when we throw out this this offhanded comment, this snarky, the dragon tail again. If I use that, we're we're wanting that to change them. We're wanting that to. Mm to and for somebody to find a recognition of something and soften within themselves to be able to say no I what are you talking about? I love your cooking and normally it doesn't come from a place when they're feeling attacked by someone with these snarky mm. remarks but we're saying the snarky remarks because we what we want is we want to hear something like that like Maybe I want to hear Sasha say that I'm a great driver, <laughs> the woman who I'm driving with. Although I feel um, safe with you. Or... I feel safe with you. Mm-hmm. You're a great driver. I really enjoy mm-hmm. being a passenger in your driving and I just yeah. can switch off rather than I'm going to micromanage your driving. But I'll, I'll make those snarky comments and want to feel that. So mm. I guess, and what you've said is, what you clearly said in that was that you first of all ask the questions and what that shows is that then invites them into sharing with you kind of what you already want to hear mm. sometimes we need to lead people to tell us what we're needing to hear we can't just expect them to know that because I'm saying a snarky comment oh I'll be kind and reassure you're driving or reassure you're cooking or yeah, like give you more love. No, it actually yeah. probably works the opposite, doesn't it? It probably yeah. probably repels them more than brings them closer. Yeah, because they're under attack. Mm. So because when we're saying snarky comments, we're 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 cutting them with our tail, mm. like in that metaphor. And emotionally, they're feeling attacked by mm. these little digs that we're having at them, mm. which it does not feel good for anybody. No, I but was just thinking that. I don't yeah, like it. Yeah. No, it doesn't feel good. Like mm. when I've done it also, mum, it's just mm. like, oh, no, that's not what I wanted. That's not where I wanted this to go. That's not what I wanted to say. That's not where, yeah. So, so what I heard 
yeah, from you is that you brought in those beautiful questions and they were really soft and opening and mm. it was a different energy. And I wonder if the listeners can hear from the snarky comment that might make dad close. He might be mm. like, Oh, I'm under attack. Like, fuck that. I'm going to shield up. I'm going to put all my shields on. I mean, like getting ready for war, getting ready for battle because he's being, he's being challenged in that moment if with our snarky comments. So he's not going to soften and open. Whereas if with your questioning that you did, it was very much like, well, do you still like my cooking? You know, it's a very vulnerable place to be, which is why a lot of the time we find it hard to go there and do that because we could get met with, no, I don't like your cooking. You know, we could hear what we don't want to hear. There's an opportunity for that. Like that's a space that we open when we ask a question. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. And I was listening to Glennon Doyle's podcast this week and she was saying like she'd rather get on a stage and talk to 2,000 people than have a conversation with her intimate partner. Oh, I so get that. You know, and that's, yeah. you know, it's, it, it is, it makes you very vulnerable and really opens you up to, you know, no, I actually don't like the cooking anymore. Can we, you know, you know, it's, can we change this or can we, mm. which would be okay, but it's still, yeah. So yeah, so it's getting to that clearness about what, what's actually going on, noticing that you're doing a behavior and then noticing why you're doing it and what you actually want it, why you're doing mm. it and what you want to get out of it. It's beautiful then, to unpack that, Mum, and to, you know, do it so openly to teach others how when they hear their snarky comments, mm. what is and it? And then you just have to go direct. Yeah. You know, you have to always go. And even in conflict, I think you always have to go direct. And mm. and someone said this to me when I was had my nursing career. It was like, go direct. I don't know if I always did it, but... I, I always knew that in the back of my head that if I had a conflict or I had a problem that going direct to that person was always the best way rather than going and talking to everybody else about it. Just go direct to that person and have the conversation with them. But anyway, that's for another day. But yeah, so, you know, asking the questions, what, what am I wanting to know? What am I wanting to hear back or not hear back? Or, you know, what's going to best help me in this situation and, so that's where I've got to with it. Mm. And can I just add, I'm just going to, what I heard in, you know, you saying that maybe he may come back and say, I don't like the food that you're cooking, not really. When we kind of can move through that, it feels like rejection in that moment or you may have another word or another kind of feeling to put to it. But, when I sit in that, for me, it would feel like rejection of my cooking and of my abilities and the way I've done it. But when I kind of feel myself can move through that, like, you know, you've got to honour the hurt and the pain that that initial feeling may feel if that's if that's what it makes you feel. But then on the other side, like, how can we then open ourselves up to possibilities? Like, how can we create this into an opportunity where we can go to cooking classes together and do like a variety of like, I don't know, if you've got a Thermomix, you can do Thermomix cooking classes. You can go do like beautiful Balinese cooking classes. Like it can actually become, and this obviously cooking is just a, your beautiful example, but it can become this bonding activity. It can become something that you both really love and enjoy doing together or 
you may find a new passion in cooking because you're exploring other ways of doing things you've never done before. Mm. Maybe you're going to, you know, bring in all these different flavors just to try something new. Maybe that might be what you actually love as well. Mm. Like maybe you lost a little bit of your passion in the kitchen, Mm. which I know you don't, mum. You're really good and you love the kitchen. Oh, I shouldn't say you're really good, (laughs) but you love the kitchen. So, but yeah, there's, it's always an opportunity. What I see in relationships always yeah it's always an opportunity for us to find different parts of ourselves as well not just the other person but of ourselves so and even connection um, in the relationship yeah you know you just feel so much closer when when that underlying when you've been able to identify and work out what the underlying issue is and then you're able to tackle it head on and then get some because there's always connection at the other end. Like there's mm. always more love and more connection at the other side so- on the other side. Yeah. You know, yeah. even if he was to say, No, you're cooking shit and and let's start all over and you know, let's just tear it all down and start again and you know, we're over this shit and whatever he was to say if I was able to handle it in the moment and just sit there and, mm. and not take it personally and let's, well, let's have a look at it a bit closer and, and, um, let's see if we can come to some resolution with it, which I'm sure it wouldn't, he wouldn't say that and it wouldn't get to that, but you know, you still need to, I'm going to say parent yourself through it and then, mm. and then still hopefully take something from the other side there's you know but having these hard conversations it it brings you to connect it does bring you to connection Mm. you know it does bring you to to the other side you know to a a better place than than where you started well it has to right because Mm -hmm. where we're starting is with the snarky comments like Mm -hmm. that's where we're starting so there's obviously something a snarky comment is yeah, there's already something stirring inside of us, but we don't know how to express it so much. So, yeah, we've got to, there's only getting better from that. Otherwise, yeah. if it just keeps getting worse, it's just going to keep festering and then it may become a big thing or who knows. Yeah. I just wanted to comment as the daughter that I remember those many years where you were the only one in the kitchen. Dad could only do eggs or spaghetti with stir through sauce or he had like two or three meals that he could cook and that's it and I remember it being such like it was a heavy burden on you is what I saw with the cooking because you were working and you were looking after us and all that and it's interesting just from an outsider to see that now dad's in the kitchen which I probably had lots of goes at him like I probably had lots of digs at him because I saw the burden on you and the boys and I know we all did have those digs but I saw the burden on you and now he's in the kitchen and doing it and it's Mm. interesting how that may be exactly what we wanted but actually yeah where it's actually not like it's it well when it comes we think we may want that or Mm. and then when it comes it's actually like oh actually I don't know (laughs) True. Mm. Yeah, true. And I'm probably the same. I've probably been saying, you know, can you pick up a meal a week? You know, like, could you cook for a, a meal? Yeah. A week? Or, you know, I've yeah. probably been saying the same thing. But it's cool. And it's good. It is. And, yeah. yeah. And it's, that's how it's meant to be. 
And it's okay that you feel this way as well. Mm. Like for anyone out there that thinks, oh, I wish this day would come so much and now it's here and I'm hating it. <laughs> like that's okay as well because sometimes when we get what we want, it is still exactly what we want, but it, it, it just still takes some adjustment. Yeah, yeah, there's always adjustment. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So that's okay. And we're allowed to, we're allowed to do that. Mm. beautiful conversations mama thank you oh, thank you beautiful it is a beautiful conversation mm. and um and we'll be here again next week to have another conversation mm, so yeah. thank you thank you zoe and thank, thank you, thank you, you. Listeners. Thank and, you listeners you know i was even thinking of you know where do you find for for the listeners you know where's snipey where are you finding that you can be a bit snipey and you know, is it to your kids even, you know, do you have these snipey remarks about, you know, them getting ready or you would never do that or I wouldn't expect you, you know, like we do, they do creep in. Yeah, so just take some notice and, and you know, work out for yourself, you know, do you need to be asking some questions? Do you need some validation? Do you need some, you know, how do you, how can you have these conversations yourself? So... Thank you for listening and lots of love till next week. Bye for now. Bye. Thanks for listening today. We would love for you to share this episode with a friend or someone who you know needs to hear it. Till next week, stay open, stay curious and show up for what's important. Lots of love.